Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success to Go podcast with me, your host, Christopher Tompkins. We are going to be coming to, well, on demand. Let's go with on demand, not live. Um, for a number of shows coming up where I'm going to be interviewing some of my favorite industry leaders who have taught me a lot over my years in business with my own firm, The Go Agency. To learn more about The Go Agency, check us out online, www.thegoagencyusa.com. But I really want to dive right into today's show. Um, I want to introduce you to, well, many of you probably already know, um, Jane. Jane Atkinson has been happily um, helping professional speakers catapult their careers for nearly 30 years. She's also the author of The Wealthy Speaker 2.0 and The Epic Keynote. And just anyone out there, you really need to check those out. I love The Wealthy Speaker 2.0. It has so many awesome tips, and I can't wait to hear what else she's going to be able to share with us today. Jane is also the founder of The Wealthy Speaker University, which offers live events, online courses, and private coaching programs for speakers at all levels, helping speakers position themselves to gain higher fees, right, which is what every speaker is out there to gain as one of their outcomes. You can check her out at speakerlauncher.com. That's www.speakerlauncher.com. So without further ado, Jane, welcome to the program. Oh, I am thrilled to be with you today, Christopher. Oh, it's always a pleasure. It's, it's funny because we've, um, we've crossed paths many times over the years. I've been a guest on your show um, and also just seen what wonderful work that you've done with speakers, really taking their careers to the next level. So I, I can't wait to hear some of your answers to these questions because I think our audience you know, can really benefit from your knowledge. Awesome. I'm excited. All right, let's do it, okay? Everybody has something a little bit different that they do first thing in the morning. Uh, and, and I find that a lot of people have a, a success formula, so to speak. So, do, I mean, do you have a morning routine? How do you start each, of, each day to create success, Jane? I absolutely do have a morning routine, and I'm a really big believer in starting mm -hmm. your day off with intention. I'll tell you what I used to do. Mm -hmm. I used to wake up in the morning and watch the news. And that was it, mm. part of it is because knowing what's going on in the world is very helpful in doing my job of coaching speakers. You know, I'm I'm thinking about what I saw in the news that morning as mm -hmm. I'm talking to somebody later in the day. So it is important for me to be up to up to date. But, whoa, what a downer to start your day yeah. oftentimes. Right. So mm -hmm. um, I've made a little deal with myself that if I do my morning routine, uh, then after I'm finished that, I can watch the top of the news and, and just get the mm -hmm. highlights so that I'm, <laughs> I have mm -hmm. all the most important things that are going on in the world. But my, my normal routine uh, would start with writing in my journal, mm -hmm. and that includes intentions, gratitude, really being clear on what kind of day it is, for me, um, some days are I call focus days. This is actually uh, from my coach, uh, Dan Sullivan. Some oh, days yeah. are called mm -hmm. buffer days, mm -hmm. and then other days are just completely free. And I want to be very clear on you know what kind of day it is, so that I actually know how to uh, how to set the stage. And uh, that also may include some version of exercise. I mm -hmm. often go out to hot yoga in the mornings, and then. Nice. Um, and then if I'm kind of in the shower or in the tub, I listen to podcasts. We have a Bluetooth um, fan in, oh, our, yeah. in our bathroom. 
and so I can I'm in there streaming, you know, my coach or John Lee Dumas or somebody's podcast uh, who I admire, and kind of um, that's my learning for the day. So I try to learn something, I try to write something, uh, and I try to move my body. I think that's really, really wonderful advice, and it's something that I I think is so important, especially when you're talking about the whole the podcast thing. A lot of people, well, you know, I used to get up and, and just turn on the television and get depressed within five minutes, and then I would mm-hmm. just mindlessly listen to some frivolous talk show on Sirius, and then it was like, hey, I could actually be filling my mind with good things that are going to help me propel me throughout my day, and I switched to yeah. doing that as well, and it, it just makes such a difference. Yeah, somebody called um, regular radio chewing gum for the mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so right. That's, that's so true. Uh, I don't know. So uh, I agree that – and also even in the car, uh-huh. you know, if I am going to yoga and back, I'm listening to something good mm-hmm. from Audible on the way there and back. So that becomes uh, – I think Les Brown's term for it was the university on wheels. Yep. You know, I really have – a lot of time in the car going up and back to my cottage this summer and three hours you can get a lot of podcasts in you Mm -hmm. can you can listen book you know there's a lot to do there so that was kind of cool so yeah so definitely podcast is a great way uh, to start the day everybody i also agree with you jane in writing i do um i do um are you familiar with the artist way and uh yeah morning i do morning pages and um i've never felt so unblocked after doing those, just doing yeah, those three pages. Makes, so makes a huge difference. Yeah, doing a little bit of writing is definitely great. Moving your body, I love that as well. Uh, you know, now let's talk about some tools. Is there a business tool that you can't live without, and that you can interpret that however you want? Well, okay. So how I'm going to interpret it? Interpret it is: okay. Is there a business tool that you can't wait to get in your hands? And the answer is yes. <laughs> and this is totally self-serving because I have actually developed the Wealthy Speaker Daily Success Planner and Journal. Oh, I love it! And so we are in the um, throes of negotiating with the printer right now. So it's in the can. It's ready to go to press. We just need to go out and get it done. So I expect I'm going to have some of those journals in my hand, hopefully within the next two weeks. And I have been every morning just like, oh, I can't wait to have my journal (laughs) so that I can actually um, walk through all of these things in a guided way. So it allows you to um, write out your your intention for the day. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of business things that we took out of the wealthy speaker that are in there to keep your eyes on, you know, who are your top clients? What are your marketing initiatives this week? And uh, I'm so excited about that. So I hope, I hope it's not too self-serving to say, but that's the tool that I can't wait for. <laughs> well, no, this is exciting. And, and Jane, please, whenever you get that complete and, and people can get it, um, shoot me over an email with the details and I'll tweet that and share that out with our audience so they can check it out. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. I appreciate I, that. I think it's just so po- it's so positive to be able to sit down and go through a lot of people like, okay, well, I'm just going to make a list. And I just don't, I, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, life is more than lists. You know, there, yeah. there has to be emotion. There has to be what is going to make your day better, getting the lettuce and the cucumbers and the chicken cutlets at the store, mm-hmm. or is it actually going to be <laughs> figuring out that one expense that you can't figure out that you're too lazy to do? You know what I mean? It's There's so many things. So I, I, I can't wait to check that out. I think that's a really good one. Uh, it's 
it's really going to be great. And there's a, there's a lot of exercises in the front of the journal, like the perfect day in your life five years from now. And so mm. you pluck the things from your perfect day, and then you put them into 30, 60, and 90-day action steps. Oh, that's great. And we know, I mean, the statistics on people who write things down, achieving more is so much higher. And so yes. it it. It, and also at the end of the day, and this is something that um, my coach actually has a tool called Winstreak, which is an online app. Okay. You can just go and download it for Android or for um, Apple. Okay. And the Winstreak app, at the end of every day, the question is, you know, for me, it pops up the reminder, what were your wins today? And so I would put them into the app. Well, we also have that uh, wrap-up at the end of the day in the journal and so you're meant to go to it kind of twice a day and what mm -hmm. what recognizing your wins every day does for you is oh it builds God. momentum because at the end of a lot of days I've sat down with my uh, tool you know ready to record my wins and I'm like yeah I don't really feel like I got much done and then all of a sudden I realized whoa I have six I didn't even I didn't even realize that I had done this and this and this and and mm -hmm. here's the other thing that I can really really grateful for. So we focus mm -hmm. a lot on things that are going to help to build momentum, uh, and that's what keeps you going day to day and and building wealth at the same time. And and, and it's it's so true because I do an AM and a PM journal where I'm able to think about you know I what were my main things that when I woke up were problems for me or stress points for me and you know I wanted to spend some time to go through them and what I learned after I was reflecting on them in the evening those stressors didn't even materialize how I thought they were like for example maybe there was an interpersonal relationship that I was dreading having to see that person because we had a bad right. um, exchange before and then you meet them and they bring you opportunity and it's 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 really great. So I think this is a really great tool. Um, now, now what, when I, when I ask you, Jane, you know, what, what's your idea of work life balance? Well, when I first started at strategic coach, I think it was maybe six years ago in Dan Sullivan's program, mm -hmm. the first entire year was all about your managing your time. And so they have, different language so they have free days and technically free days are 24 hours uninterrupted with no email no anything mm -hmm. work related no social media right so mm -hmm. you're just really checking out your brain and you're allow right. allowing it to revitalize which we all desperately need mm -hmm. so those are those are free days um, and then we also have these things called buffer days which are kind of when you clean up your messes mm. and so I use Mondays as buffer days. So the odd time I'll, I'll record and, and go on somebody's podcast or do an interview or, or I may record one or two of my own on mm -hmm. a buffer day. Um, but the, the goal is that when I get into Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are focus days and I'm all about the clients. What do you right. need from me, clients? I am here. So my days are, are teed up from coaching. And I, I have to... Uh, admit I keep a pretty light schedule because uh, after about four calls I'm tapped out of course of course I don't have I don't have that much so really 12 to 3 is kind of my window and in the mornings I'm um, I'm preparing and then in the afternoons I might be writing or something else but the goal is for me especially in the summertime on Fridays is to be just completely off and have three-day weekends 
So that mm. that's how I keep a balanced life. And I have to tell you, when I lose myself, I lose my calendar, um, I work really hard to get it back. And one of the things that I do now that I, I never, ever did before was I really, really guard my time. Yes. So I don't do anything that I really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really clear on that. A, a, an interesting point on that is, you know, you said that sometimes when you lose your schedule, you, you it just you can feel how ineffective you are. Um, and how how hard is it for you to get back on that horse? Because you know, a lot of people, once they and I, I hate to bring it down to going on a diet or going to the gym, but you know, with January is the new year, new you, and I'm going to climb the mountain. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to build my business. I'm going to get into real estate. And then start getting into a routine, and then it slips and people don't get back on. What tips do you have? Do you have any tip? Uh, one tip would be great to get back under your schedule. Uh, I think the way I go back to guarding it is actually blocking off time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say if I did want to make sure that I got to yoga three times a week, I would go in and put it on the calendar. I would, gotcha. It wouldn't just be an idea. Mm-hmm. I would actually block off the time and then set things in motion to actually do that. And when I lose myself and I lose my, my calendar, I have to go and say, okay, Mondays, you're going to be a buffer day for sure. I am blocking that time off mm-hmm. because that is where I get, regain my balance for the right. week. And so if, when I start to lose myself, though it's filled up with clients because mm-hmm. I feel like I know I can't get a handle on it. But um, that's how I get it back again. I just I have to take the Monday or else I'm um, I'm thrown a little bit out of whack. And once I reclaim the Monday, then I'm usually in, in much better shape. No, I like that. I like that. I like the idea of the buffer day. Um, now, uh, this is a this is a pretty open ended question as well. What are your three keys to success? Well, um, I really believe that working within my own core competencies right. um, and not all of the things that we as entrepreneurs can do mm-hmm. has been an absolute um, kicker for me. You know, it was it, it made all the difference in my business when I was doing my own, you know, website copy and um posting my own blogs and managing my own podcast and putting it out and doing all of those things. It was about seven years ago when I was doing everything myself, I was miserable. And I thought about changing careers. I thought about doing something different. I was just mm-hmm. not a happy camper. Right. But um, so I, I slowly over time started to build a team of people around me to take mm-hmm. all of the tasks w- that weren't in my core competencies off and so now everything gets outsourced so my three things that i still do are writing coaching and selling right i love all three and i'm good at all three Mm. and so anything other than that so i do my part in the writing and then i hand it over to the team and they do the rest that's that's that is key uh you know being able to delegate so that you can work within your core competency i think is a, is a, a lot of mistake a mistake that a lot of people do make um you know business because yeah. when i try to do everything yeah yep. exactly you know I, I i do lots of consulting with uh marketing consulting 
And I like to look at a, a company globally so I can give them really salient uh, solutions to their problems. And one of the things that I feel like they a lot of them do is they want to spread themselves so thin because they want to open themselves up for all these opportunities. But what they're actually doing is closing the door to the opportunities that they can do, they can deliver the best results with. So Right. So working in your core competencies, and, and, and really there's likely somebody better for the job. You know, for mm -hmm. instance, um, let's say somebody wants to do all of their social media and all of their content development, and they're not really very good at that or very talented at right. that, or they don't really have the time for it to do it properly. Outsourcing that makes brilliant sense because, you know, as long as people can get your own voice, um, somebody else can probably do it better than you can. So mm -hmm. really identifying what the things are that are your core competencies, I think that's kind of number one on my list. And then I think you could probably tell already, staying focused. Yeah. Um, I, I've stayed in my lane for a really long time now. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to step out a little bit, and I recognize, oh, geez, my idea <laughs> of picking a lane, which I've already, I've already preached, I've always preached, um, it's actually a good idea. And now mm -hmm. I have proof that you really should um, stay in your lane. So staying focused. And the third thing that I would say is maybe one of the keys, which I kind of alluded to earlier, was guarding my time. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, being very clear uh, where the lines in the sand are between myself and other people and um, making sure that I'm not constantly off my own game serving, you know, other people. For instance, you know, I have a family. I have a mom who's 87. Mm -hmm. I have a brother who's uh, handicapped. And so on Fridays, when I have my free days, that's kind of when I say, okay, mom, what do you need done at your house? Or, right. you know, my brother, what do you need? This is my day to really focus on family and making sure that I'm doing that. Otherwise, I'd just be running all over the city all week long, you know, doing things for them. So I kind of try to compartmentalize mm. it. No, it's good. I like that a lot. Um, I do think that protecting your time is a super important trait, especially if uh, it, it kind of teaches you that you can do almost everything, but you can't do it all unless you kind of really keep yourself pretty organized. Now, if you, you've mentioned some people already throughout our conversation that, um, that I would think you would consider advisors or mentors. Um, who have been maybe, maybe one, two, three of your most trusted advisors or mentors that have helped you over the years? Well, um, Dan Sullivan, as I've mentioned, yes. his mm -hmm. ideas, they keep coming. He's brilliant. Um, he pumps out a book every month. I just, I'm so in awe of his worth, work ethic mm -hmm. and his ideas and how he keeps them flowing. So he would definitely be one. And okay. I have just learned so much. Um, and I also have a mastermind group within that group. Okay. And um, a lot of times I'm, you know, we're meeting before our event. I was actually there yesterday for a full day of coaching with my, with, uh, my, my full group. And uh, it's for, before the event even starts. I'm like, okay, I got my money's worth right there. Somebody in my own mm. mastermind will give me an idea. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? 
So, uh, like, for instance, we were talking about how excited I was about the journal launching, mm-hmm. and somebody said, well, it's a six-month journal because we didn't want to make it too big and bulky right. for people. And he said, well, have you thought about an auto ship? You know, so once you sign up, it's just going to come to you. And I'm like, nope, I hadn't thought about that. So, boom, that went on the <laughs> list of ideas, and that was worth the price of admission right, right. there. Mm-hmm. Um The other person who really um, keeps me grounded to my own strategy, you know that saying, you can't see the label when you're inside the jar? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I, I of course, am a coach for a lot of other people, but I have um, my team leader, Carolyn Crummy, she's the person who keeps me on tact with Mm. my um, strategy so that, you know, if I have crazy idea that has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about for the last year, then she'll rein me in. (laughs) Hey, wait a second. (laughs) That is not in line with what you told me earlier. So it's very helpful to have somebody on your team who's going to rein you in when needed. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I have a a couple corralers myself. (laughs) It's like, hey, why don't we do this this video series this week and then then I'll, I'll buy the lighting and then I'll learn how to do it and it's like, no, Chris, Chris, let's do something different. But what I see here is something that I think our listeners can really, really take away. And what that is, is when you decide to stay, stay in your lane, focus on your core competencies and keep yourself organized, you can walk into groups of your peers and you can find the information that's useful and you can, you can apply it very quickly. I think a lot of, because yeah. one of the things, I mean, I don't know if you've seen this as well, Jane, but someone will go to um, a, a weekend conference and they'll come back full of energy and I want to drop everything and I want to do this and then it fizzles. And I feel that there are people in that same conference that those people, they're leaving with that same energy, but they're actually executing it. And I think those people yes. are the ones that are very much like Jane Atkinson here. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. On the train, I am so fortunate because I'm only going to Toronto. I live uh, two hours west of Toronto. On mm-hmm. the train coming home, I actually am able to execute quite a number of the ideas that I got That's in great. the workshop. So um, I, I'll take all my long list and I always have a separate list that are, okay, these are my keepers, these are my to-dos. Okay. And then I take all my to-dos and put them into 30, 60, 90 um, my 90 day action planner and then they get translated into my um, calendar mm-hmm. so that they don't get forgotten so I was looking at uh, some of the goals I had set with my mastermind uh, last time on the train ride there and I thought oh there's something on here that I haven't followed up on boom you know I, I reach out on email to somebody and it turns out that I actually did achieve that goal so it mm. it it triggered me to remember to go back to it. That's the problem. I think a lot of times we, A, things don't belong in our strategy. So I'm really better now at sifting through, yes, that's an idea for me now, or that's an idea for me later. This, this leads me into the next question too, because I was just thinking about, you know, finding that item on your list and learning that you've achieved it. And I was thinking uh, just myself, that put a smile on my face because I love it when that happens. And mm. what makes and I and this is such a it's a weird question I think because it's like what makes you feel successful? What makes you feel proud of yourself and as a business person, as an entrepreneur, as an influencer? 
Well, I have a huge value around freedom. And okay. so for me, what makes me feel incredibly successful is, and I, and I can't do it every single year, mm-hmm. but the years I've maybe done it about four times uh, in the last five years, going and spending a month in Florida and taking my mom with me mm. um, and giving her kind of that experience of just being warm, of course, we're up here in Canada, it's right. a little bit chilly, <laughs> um, and being able to work there. Mm-hmm. The first time uh, we were there, we went and stayed at kind of like a um, a golf community, and mm-hmm. the vibrancy of all the people, we're all out walking in the morning, and mm. then I go home, and I work my day, and then, you know, I meet my mom at the pool at 3 o'clock. It, mm-hmm. It's just, wow. It, yeah. I, I really feel lucky that I'm able to do something like that. So. For me, it's not a. That's my version of wealthy is mm-hmm. being able to have the freedom that comes with, you know, the financial end of things. I, and, and then, yeah. of course, you know, my husband's tied to his job really more locally, okay. so he can come for two weeks. But we're trying to buy him more and more freedom as time goes on, mm-hmm. and as we have this cottage up north now, you know, he really was. He's really bought into the same principles that I am. So we took a lot of long weekends this uh, summer and went up north. That, to me, is exactly what it's all about. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it's it's one of the things that, you know, you get to a point when you're – if you're an entrepreneur listening to this and you're just starting out, uh, you're worried about finances a lot. And it gets to a point where it's how much money – I could make more money, but then I'm going to have more problems. So how do I get to that point where I get what I want? I don't want more problems or do I need more money? You, you have to kind of find, you know, not only that balance, but what really is that feeling that you want to get? And I think that's one of the things that's uh, one of the biggest challenges for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there. And, you know, really understanding what your why is, like Simon yeah. Sinek said, start with why, what mm-hmm. drives your decision to do this. And so if I'm on a massive mission to grow my business, I have to look at, well, what's the point? Why am I doing that? Yes. And uh, for me, a huge part of my why, my husband just turned 60. Mm-hmm. As I said, he has his own business. Um, if he could retire, then... I, because I worry about him, he had a heart attack when he was 45 years oh, old, wow, okay. um, then I feel like maybe I'm buying him more time on this planet. And is that a huge why for me? You bet. Mm-hmm. So would I work hard because I want to have you know the freedom to be able to say to him, okay, you need to retire now, and then I can go and work from anywhere for another few years, and mm. then we'll both retire. And, and uh, that, that to me is a huge why. You know, plus, the work we're doing is helping people spread these really amazing messages. There's a lot of why in that as well. You know, one person at a time, uh, through one speaker at a time, uh, I'm able to take these positive messages, and and they're going to go out and speak to sometimes tens of thousands of people and help their lives. So I feel like I have a little bit of uh, some touch in that, too. No, that's and that's and that is one of the best feelings ever. You know, when I uh, when I published uh, my book, I came to I was giving a speech and someone had brought the book and they had highlighted it, 
And I just yeah. thought I was Isn't like, that a great feeling? I was like, wow, that blows my mind. And, and so at the end of the day, my, uh, my, uh, the co-owner of the company said, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't sell many books. And I was like, I don't care. Like that was everything for me. You know, just, just <laughs> seeing that highlighted book with rabbit eared pages was just yep. so great. Post-it notes sticking out, you know, mm. nothing can show me anything that makes me happier <laughs> than my book all marked up. Yeah. I love it. Me too. <laughs> yeah, love it. We're kindred spirits there. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Now, obviously, you've, you've, been, um, you've been coaching speakers for such a long time, and I'm, I'm sure you've seen lots of pitfalls that um, they fall into. Um, do you think there, there's one thing that you've seen a lot of people that you've worked with or you've, been, you've experienced in the business world that really hinder their success? I actually see it in retail stores, I see it in speakers, mm -hmm. I see it in business owners, and it's lacking a clear lane. You know, what mm. is it that you do best? Are you trying to serve too many masters? I've walked into a greeting card store and they're selling clothing, huh? Like, why? how did this, how did this happen? I, I don't understand what's going on here. And obviously, the, the business owner is struggling Yep. And they are trying to um, pull out all the stops. Absolutely. But I think being really, really good at one thing uh, is still the way to go. And I think most mm -hmm. people have found in my profession, the speaking profession, that when they choose a lane, they become known for something. And um, that thing is going to be what allows people to tell other people about you. Mm -hmm. And so... Let's say I put out a call, you know, hey, I need, um, I need somebody, and actually I do need somebody, uh, who really knows how to move books up the charts on Amazon. Okay. You know, who is that specialist? And, mm -hmm. and if there's one person and that's all they do all day long for clients, they're my person. Exactly. I like that. But if it's a company that I see they do, oh, they do this and that and this and that and this, and they help with books on Amazon, no, not interested. Yeah, you know, it's really funny, and, and I've seen, uh, you know, um, the jumping of categories and that juxtaposition within a company where you were saying the card store that was selling clothing. I've seen people that are doing, um, they have an assisted living facility that they're working for, and then they want to get into elder law, and it's such a massive jump and it's a such it, mm. i mean it's complimentary right but it, it's it's almost like I, I agree with you keep putting the quality into what you can and outsource what you can't handle um you know when we work at my company we do i tell my my prospective clients when one of them they're on the phone they're like why should we choose you and i said well you don't know how to do social media and we do so we can help you out with that and then you can learn and um I think a lot of people just, they try to diversify too many different things. Um, so I, I'm right with you on that. Now, I have something that uh, I bet I know that what your answer is going to be. What, what book do you think everyone should be reading right now? <laughs> well, of course, if you're in the speaking profession and you haven't <laughs> already read The Wealthy Speaker 2.0, I would be remiss not to mention that one. Um, but actually, the one that I'm most uh, enchanted with mm -hmm. uh, that I'm listening to on Audible is Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule. Oh, okay, yeah. I just think, and she reads it. Um, it's also an, uh, 
so impressive. I actually emailed her office and said, hey, I just wanted to let you know um, there was a place that the editor missed uh, in the in the audio, you know, because an author is reading their book on Audible. Yeah. And so they, they came back to me and said, no, Mel wanted to leave the, the goofs ups in because she thought it would be more authentic that way. Hmm. And I thought, and this is the number of them like there are hardly any and she read a really 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 long book so i'm just so (laughs) impressed by her on so many levels but the idea of the five second rule itself is just fantastic and i think anybody who has any trouble getting off the mark to go and do something that they Mm. want to do in their life they should read this book okay so it's a it's a the focus on it is to stop procrastinating and start actioning things pretty much yes that's exactly right so the idea is uh, it's very simple, and she goes into a lot of depth and a lot of scientific detail on why it works. Okay. Um, but if you are, let's say, um, wanting to get up early to go to the gym and you set your alarm, you, five, uh, you count backwards, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then you get out of bed. And when you are counting backwards, it doesn't allow – your excuses to start to kick in our normal Hmm. brain process will really talk us out of things you know say you want to pick up the phone and call a client you've been nervous to call you five four three two one it and then you do it and um, it's a really really inspirational book Hmm. but it also talks about the science behind you know there's a reason to count backwards because that interrupts your brain processes and Hmm. there's uh it's an absolute fascinating idea fascinating idea and she she does a really good job at explaining it and really inspiring you to want to do it well if anyone out there is listening and they are having trouble getting off the mark this does sound like a very very useful book um what was the title of it again jane the five second rule the five second rule mel robbins mel robbins i'm going to be checking that out as well it's always nice to have more uh tools in your toolbox here's a question for you it just kind of came came to me right now how Many books do you say you go through a week or a month? Uh, I'm actually kind of a slow reader. Okay. Um, so I would say I might go through a couple a month. Okay. But not, not a lot more than that. Now, in terms of digestion of information, it's a lot higher than that, but it's in the different forms, podcasts, mm-hmm. things like that. I really like to listen in the car because I feel like that's time wasted anyway. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think also mixing up the mediums helps the ideas resonate a little bit better or percolate, yes. so to speak. Um, yes. Because I, I mean, yeah. if I was if I was doing my journal in the morning, for instance, mm-hmm. I would just take a book and read three pages of the book, and that would spur some idea, and then I'd go back to the journal and gotcha. keep writing. That's a good tip. Um, Okay, I have one final question for you, Jane. You know, you know, we we've learned so much about uh, how you uh, do business, what's most important to you, and what's kind of brought you so much success over the years. But if you could change like one thing about your business, or yeah, your business, I would say, what would it be? I think what would be really cool is if it was on an island. 
<laughs> it would just be the location. That's the only thing I would change. Um, Jane Branson coming actually, up here. <laughs> the reason why I came back here to my hometown is because my parents were getting older, and we lost my dad a few years ago, but my mom oh. is um, still solid. Um, our kids are here, and we have grandkids here, so we do have roots. But I really love the idea of mm-hmm. being – you know, up north at our cottage in the summer and being somewhere south. And maybe it'll be Florida. Maybe it'll be somewhere else um, in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So it's really more location. I love, you know, I love my office and everything I have going for me here, mm-hmm. but I would rep it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, next time that you are in Florida, where, where do you usually end up when you come down? Well, we're in the Fort Myers area, Fort Myers. typically, somewhere between kind of Sarasota and, and Fort Myers in that corridor. Well, excellent. Next time that you're in our neck of the woods, let me know. Sarasota is only about 45 minutes from our office. Very good. Well, um, lunch. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Um, Jane, I, I, I really love the tips that you shared today um, because I also use a lot of the things that you have put in place, and they really do work. So everyone, you know, please, I urge you just to re-listen to this episode after you're done to the some of the points that are really great that we were talking in, in the middle of the interview um, about protecting your time and all of the other good stuff. I want to say one more thing. Um, I want you to check out Jane at her website. It's speakerlauncher.com, www.speakerlauncher.com. Also, uh, she's not lying to you. The Wealthy Speaker 2.0 and the Epic Keynote are awesome books. If you want to get into the speaking industry, which lots and lots of people do, uh, these are just such great blueprints. And now the, uh, is it going to be the workbook? What do you, what is the, what was the title of it, Jane? The one that you're working on now? Wealthy Speaker Daily Success Planner and Journal. I love this. And we were talking about this at the top of the show, um, how we both journal in the mornings and how wonderful that can help you set up your day for success and really open you to opportunities. So when that um, when that's out, Jane will let us know and I'll let all of our listeners know so you can kind of check it out and see if that's something that you'd be interested in to d- help you further develop. But Jane, again, it's such a pleasure speaking with you, my friend. I'm glad that you were able to take some time out of your busy week to sit down and, and go through and share some of the reasons why you've become so successful. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, Everyone, this has been the Success to Go podcast. I was going to say the wealthy speaker and give Jane one more plug, but it is the Success to Go podcast. We have some great shows coming up. I really want you to check them out. We're on Blog Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes and quite a few other places. Hey, just Google us. We'll come up. I'll talk to you soon. 